This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, the Bible says, Be careful for nothing. Oh Lord, get us to this realm where nothing bothers you no matter what. Why? You are with the one that is called the Alpha and the Omega. Who sees the beginning, who sees the end from the beginning. And he expects you to view life that way also. At the end, we win. No matter what. So the Bible says, be careful be careful for nothing no matter what be careful for nothing small or big now but in everything how many things thank god i can pray about anything and everything you can pray about the pimples on your face <laughs> in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving wow if you don't add thanksgiving to your prayer it's like cooking without salt so that I don't really know how to cook but I only cook I can cook indomie and rice that's, that's about all so but Sufficient for a man is. <laughs> I can cook big stuff because I was in Nabi Azikwe or in the rest of Ibado. And they used to say, greatest and one major. So if you went through Zik, you will be able to cook beans. We're better than all the ladies in India. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the best cooks on that are men. Sorry, all women. What a woman can do, a man can do much more better. <laughs> Hallelujah. All the chefs I watch in foreign countries, so we know that without men. Yes. So, why, why do ladies brag when they are in the kitchen? It's just that we are humble. <laughs> By prayer, let's your request be made known to God. The first thing I want us to know this morning, it takes the same energy that you use to worry for you to pray. Instead of, see, worrying is a carnal way in court of praying. Only that it goes nowhere. So you are there in the room thinking about the matter. Even though you know deep down inside you, worrying about it will never solve it. Your mind is fixed on the matter. And you are perturbed about it. You are thinking about it. Instead of thinking so long, why don't you think about God's ability and begin to pray? That's what the Bible said, that be careful for nothing. That instead of, there are two roads before you at every point in time. When something happens, or for everything that is happening in your life, two journeys are set before you. You'll go the route of worrying. It leads to nowhere. You'll go the route of praying. The Bible is saying that this vehicle of your body, 
it will take the vehicle the same fuel to go this way or to go this way. So instead of worrying about something, begin to pray about it. What will happen is verse 7, when you pray, the Bible says, and the peace of God. And the peace of God. Which passeth all understanding. There is still trouble everywhere. But you come out of your room and there is peace. Why? Once you pray, the first thing God gives you even before the answer is peace. It comes from an assurance that all is well. If you walk into the president's office to complain about something, you happen to know the president. And he looks at you and he says, don't worry. It will be fixed tomorrow. There is a way you walk out. He has not fixed it, but you are too sure. If they say they are coming to pull down your father's house, and you know the governor in your states, and the governor says, that house over there, there's also a place. Yes, sir. They said they are coming to pull it down. And the governor says, nobody will touch that house. Even if you see them coming the following day, you'll be laughing. Because there is a guy at the top. He has said the building is not coming down. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, if God's people can have confidence in God. <laughs> While I was growing up, my father told me a story. He went to the same school with OBJ, all of them, MQ Abiola, Baptist Boys High School. My father was a Baptist boy, but he was kind of maybe, well, he might be watching now, so let me be careful what I say. So, yeah. himself and his friend did something. They were playing trancy, and the principal got them, and principals in those days were like gods. You know, only people were educated in those days. My father said, see, in those days, if the principals were worshipped in town, because all parents were illiterate, so only few of them had the ability to go to school. And the principal said, his policy will be that they will arrange you, call you out at the assembly ground, flog you and expel you. Then he said that the punishment will be that my father and his colleagues, that about four of them, should go to his garden and trim the garden. And while they were there, they saw that nobody was watching and they began to pluck the fruit. And the principal got them double offense. And now they knew that that was my father said his own father was an illiterate who managed to send him to school. The father will kill him. So the principal said, I'm coming for you. So, so they didn't know what to do. And then they went to a man. One of them took them to a man. I think maybe his grandpa, who was a very powerful native doctor. And he said, You don't give power to young people. He said, Anyway, let me help you guys. He just bought like, like maybe, I don't know, maybe like a little chain or so. He said, One of you should put it in his pockets. He said, I said, my father did not hand it over to me. He said, your principal will forget your offenses. It will just fade off his memory. So one of them, so that they were writing the exam, one of them put it in his pocket. He said, the principal was coming with their names in the list to the class. And my father's friend said, should we run? My father said, no. Even though my father was about to, he was never exposed. They just saw the way the Baba spoke and they had confidence in the man. He said, we are not running away. So the principal entered the class. He was about to mention their name. He folded the paper and he forgot. 
and he turned back. And their class teacher said, that, sorry, did you go to see your girl? Because they all knew about the case. And they knew he was coming for them. He entered the class, looked at everybody, and went back. So the class teacher said, that, sorry, did you send people to go and beg your girl? My father said, yes. <laughs> we asked some parents to. But the part that got me was just one chain or so in someone's pocket. And they believed so much in it. They had never used it before. But they believe in it. Do you believe the word? When your heavenly father, he doesn't have charms to give you, but when he gives you a word, can you hold on to that word without wavering and sit confidently and say that all is well? Glory to God. When you pray, God gives you peace. I was told that first service, we should have time. Many times we the first service just before the second service begins. It does not allow room for interaction. See, church is beyond all of us sitting down listening to the word. That's the foundation. You should know other people in the church. You should meet new people every day. Listen, there is power in relationship. And the best place to have held relationship is in church. Many of us have not started scratching the surface of what church have, what churches have to offer or a church has to offer. We've not started at the surface. That's why we are making some arrangements. They got there in the book of Acts chapter 2. The Bible said nobody lacked. Of course, Nigeria is here to get to that place because some people will take advantage of some other people. We've had somebody before we go and stay and be working in camp park or to be asking for people who brought flashy cars asking for money. There was a guy in the church who was going away with about 8 to 10k every Sunday. It was different people, 500 naira, until we caught him. And some of the people giving him money did not even have up to that amount. A woman came to meet me when in the early days of joy said that because we said anybody with an with an urgent need, come. Those days we will collect off, we will share it among people. We still do once in a while. So I said, Come. And the man came. I said, my, He said, my, my, I need a, my mattress on the floor. I need a bed. I said, Madam, mine is also on the floor. At least we have mattress. God bless you. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about people who have a man, Jesus, hospitals, and school. You are talking about mattress. At least you have mattress. Some even like their mattress to be on the floor. Are you with me? The church got to a point in that of apostle and we have to start building up ourselves to that point listen to me ah. this is not the direction i intend to go today i want to talk about moses but let me say this if i don't get there don't worry you will be alive next week and i'll be alive so we'll continue so there's no need for rush but i want to say oh god how did Ruth know that Naomi was going to lead her into destiny. I will just stop on this. May your eyes of understanding be flooded with light. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 12, I am the light of the world. And I said it on Wednesday. If anyone believes in me or anyone follows me, he will never walk in darkness. But if we have the light of life, 
that's a very powerful statement from the lips of the master an assurance that if you follow me you will have the light of life what is that light of life is the same thing in john chapter one in the beginning was the word the word was with god the word was god the same was with god in the beginning the bible said by him all things were made the, without him was nothing made that, that was made in him was light or life and the life was the light of men what jesus was saying anyone who follows me life will enter you that life is the light of men it enlightens you i checked one bible translation said that life said in him was life the life is the civilization of men civilization that means i with my john said this is the message we have heard from him from the beginning first john one that god is light in him there is no darkness at all i might move a bit more on this second service men and brethren it depends a lot i'll continue from that piece on how you pray when the bible says god is light in him there is no darkness at all children of god are not supposed to have dark areas in their lives that they cannot explain so the bible says in him was life that life is the light of men in other words once you receive eternal life from jesus christ you are also an enlightened one you are a member of illuminati <laughs> hallelujah i know some guys call themselves illuminati in america and it's a cult but illuminati means the enlightened ones that's what they got that word from it's a latin word the enlightened one and jesus said so believers are the true enlightened ones if I say I'm a member of Illuminati, I'm able to write it on post tomorrow. So I've told you all those pastors, they are courtists. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes, sir. In him, that light, it guides you. Now, this is where people walk in darkness. And this is what makes this very amazing life is mysterious to many because of what i'm just sharing with you now look at it this way so it is true what i said on wednesday that we rise in life by relationship and we fall in life by relationship there are conversations we enter into take to another realm there are conversations we enter into they take you down like eve and the serpents so what we started with on wednesday lot thought abraham was just uncle there are uncles who should run away from but then lord moved away from abraham and dried up are there relationships that are answers to our prayer and what happens to us when we walk away from such and are there relationship listen to me these two things must be happening in your life to move forward part time there are things god is removing from your life and there are things god is adding to your life when god wants to take you to another level there are relationships it brings in and there are some it takes away now how do you know which one this is why there is need for inner light to guide you men and brethren how did ruth know a grandmother just lost everything everything and she said you know what where you go i'll go your people will be my people Ruth chapter one your god will be my god she didn't know remember ruth had never been to her country before it was naomi and her husband that left bethlehem and came to the country of moab 
with their children. So they marry Ruth for their son in the land of Moab. It's like an, a Nigerian going to America and then with your parents and then you marry an American there and then the two sons died. Who wants to follow that kind of woman? Her husband died. Her first, born, first son died. Second born. There must be something that killing them. That's what the Bible would have said. I mean, they will label like a witch straight away. And these girls were still young. The other girl went back and Ruth said no. What did Ruth see? You wanted to follow a loser. One. Two, to a country you have never been before. So she says, I'm from Nigeria. Our two sons, our husband, die right before your eyes. And you are telling her that, Mama, you are going back to Nigeria tomorrow. I am going with you. And she's like, sorry. You can still marry. You are just 25. What will your people say? Say, I don't care about my people. I am following you. And you know that Ruth was great-grandmother also of David. She entered the lineage and she... Only three, three women played a prominent role in the battle of Jesus Christ and Ruth was one of them. Rahab was one of them. It's amazing. What did Ruth see in Naomi? How can we know who should be a partner for life? This should also guide women. How do we know that this is a friend? Don't make the mistake of making your husband. Some people will be a blessing to you at the level of friendship. Anything beyond that will be a cause. There were guys that were nice to some ladies. If they only remain friends. And I left school how many years ago? I still see people that form friendship in school. Up till now, some of my colleagues have traveled out because a friend in school helped them. If they had married that friend, it might have been a different ball game entirely. Light guiding. You know, how do you know? So, let's say you are going out with somebody and he does something, maybe annoys you, and relationship breaks, and he comes back and he says, I'm sorry. There are those who will come back and say sorry. If you allow them again, they will repeat that thing many times. But there are some that when they come back, they will never again. How do you know the difference? You know how tough this thing can be? I have met a lady before and we are one or two of them in the church right now that when they wanted to marry, the guy used to, before he used to drink, and he said, you know what, I've stopped. I've been to HOD, your church. I love your church. I've stopped. It sounded like he was saying that just to get her. But you know, I know some of them that have been married for like nine years now and the guy has never taken a bottle in nine years. Honestly, when they came to see me, I, my, uh, my mind really said that, ah, this one, a Chelsea player. I'm a Chelsea fan. I wanted to say that. Because it sounded like, why this sudden wanting to change and follow God? Because they already told him that, you know what, we can't get along again. I've changed. But there's something. And he said, I, I too have changed. And it sounded funny. When he came to my house and he was telling me that, Pastor, I have changed. And it turned out to be truly, it was a changed person. Completely. But you know that's a risky game.
Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Ah, I have to stop. Is someone blessed today? Don't worry. It's short, but I know you've received something. Number one, instead of worry, pray. That is some of the word I've said today. Number two, when you pray, seek for light. That's why the Holy Spirit dwells in you. So Jesus said, whosoever follow me, will not walk in darkness. So it is possible not to walk in darkness. Why is it that money never lasts in your hand? Or why is it that you don't have it at all? There is darkness in that area. And Jesus said, whosoever followed me. Why do you get to an office and always call people? So people cannot sustain a job for more than six months. Something's going to happen there. They send them before they walk away. Darkness. Why am I stranded? He said, whoever, fo- anyone that follows me will not walk in darkness. Even if there is a delay in your life, at least there is an, an explanation from the Spirit of God as to why there is delay. You know, God is doing something, even though it might take a bit of time. So you are at rest, even though there is like a delay, but you are at rest. I know I'm not married now, but I know it's just a matter of one year, six months. I'm going to get married. I'm not bothered. Not because you are trying to play, to gamble. But you are sure because there's an assurance from the spirit realm. Light. Men and brethren, if David entered destiny, the day he killed Goliath, but that day, the father, there was no voice, no vision, no revelation. The father just said, go and give food to your brother. How do I know of all the errands I'm running, which one will change my life? I have seen testimony of somebody inspired to give they just went to help somebody with a rent or something and they were giving property if you help everybody you will have nothing because you are not god neither are you assistant god you cannot help everybody so how do i know which one i do that makes sense a guy just happened to be in a remote area somewhere and he saw one or two students in the house. I just helped them to pay a token. Years after, one of the boys came back and brought cars from abroad and took the guy's children abroad. And it was the boy who helped some years back. But how many people will you help who will never look back to say hi? And we are not people so that they can help us back. No. But I'm just saying that how do I, since I have just this hundred K and there are over 10,000 people who have needs all over the world, how do I know which one I should respond to that will glorify God? And produce results. Even if I don't see the person again, it's not going to waste my money. It's out there doing something. How do I know? We must function by an inner light. And if you are born again, Jesus has given you eternal life. Inside that life is the light of men. Nobody who has eternal life should walk in darkness. Is somebody with me? second service i will talk about practical steps into working in this thing it can be there you know we sang a song earlier i love the song open that flog actually uh, god doesn't mind us singing it but actually it's incorrect god doesn't open floodgates anymore the biggest of all floodgates when he sent down the holy ghost and now it's in you 
open my spirits in abundance is a better rending. You see, I want more of you. Very wonderful song. It's correct. But the deeper truth is that he wants more of me. What you have received cannot increase. The Holy Ghost is not a thing, it's a person. It's in you. The problem is it does not go up and go down. We yield less or more. Let me give you an example. Fill a tank with water. If we use paint to punch the tank, water will be coming out little, little. You cannot be praying that Lord send more water to this tank because of because that little can you can't burst with you can't do anything with it. What you need to do is to expand the space for an outlet and more water will gush out. Have you experienced that before? Your tank gets blocked, maybe the pipe from the tank, reserve tank to the house, and the waters in the bedroom are coming out into it. Has happened to me before. When you go and do something about the pipe then there's that's why you have pressure pump pressure pump does not increase the water outside it helps the supply so that the water can come in more are you getting what i'm saying more we must learn how to yield more then the power that is within it flows in a stronger measure what is stopping you from prophesying accurately it's not God. First Corinthians 14, Paul said that all of you can prophesy. It's because you are not practicing and yielding. That's it. If some of the people hearing me today start visiting the sick in hospital to pray for them, after a while, you will notice an increased level of the gift of healing. But you are waiting for an angel to appear and say, My daughter, in King James English, Thou art highly favored. It might happen like that for very few people. And I told you, when you copy others, you rob heaven of your originality. The Lord takes pleasure in variety. So those who make all those things, all children should be the same and everything. They don't understand God. Look at everybody seated there. Do you all look alike? Didn't you come from the same God? You are white, you are Caucasian, you have a... If you understand God, how many species of fishes do we have? Everything that came from God, his signature attests to the fact that he loves variety. Some of you are dark here, some of you are light. And if you are, if you are dark, some of you are light. We just say God is light in him, there is no darkness at all. You start to look at your neighbor. If he's dark, <laughs> he shows the level of their Bible study. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and the Bible said, the righteous shall be fat and flourishing. So if your neighbor is skinny, just look at your neighbor. And the third one is more terrible. <laughs> the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Short people are sinners. Now, if your neighbor combines the three, I advise him to come for deliverance right now. He's short, he's dark, and he's thin. You, you need emergency deliverance. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, Zacchaeus was a short man because he was collecting bribes. He was a short man. So all have seen and come short. So when people see, they become short. And when they see more, they become shorter. <laughs> so if your neighbor is very short. Hallelujah. Please, if you are watching me, just a joke. <laughs> Those are the ones that they teach them in that church. Hallelujah. But I know, child, that God is light in whom there is no darkness at all. So if you are dark, by the time you start praying very well, you start getting fear. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? <laughs> Glory to God. All right. <laughs> Somebody might ask what one pastor said that those who are dark are not godly. What, write whatever you like. Any sense of person will know that I'm just joking. Are you with me? So, now listen. Let me close. My time is up. I want to say this to everybody. Number one. The Lord has strongly instructed us as a church to focus on what He has really called church to be. Church. Church people are people who evangelize. Number two, there are people who love one another and help one another. And we are getting serious about this. The third announcement is, some of you, you've been hearing all the testimonies. Is it October 30? That's last Saturday. By the grace of God, the mercy encounter of this month is going to be a very powerful meeting. If you come to church on Sunday morning, mercy encounter just once in a month, and your bed holds you back because it's 7 a.m. You should get up by 6 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. Mercy encounter October. Some things will happen that will set your next year. Listen to me. I speak by the Spirit. I am asking everybody. If you remember this one, you don't call Mercy encounter. Don't miss October. Don't miss October. It's just 7 to 9. Worship, praise, and the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't miss this October. Why pray yesterday I was led to give a special announcement to October Mercy Encounter. Number two, I told Pastor Bele to write a tract. You are important to God. Not like a normal tract, you are important to God. And write some of the things you are important to God. What makes it important to God? And why you need a family of God's people worshipping to join. And we are going to make several copies of it. Wherever you find yourself, every day share this thing. There is so much bad news in the world. We must be carriers of good news. What's inside your bag and inside your pocket part time? When we print out this stuff, it's going to be very beautiful. Put it in your pocket, put it in your bag. Whatever you are sharing with people, if you can't talk, just give someone. Please, I read this thing. It's going to bless you. We are going to spread it all over Lagos states. Yeah. How many people are in Lagos? Between 18 and 20 million. You know, we can read this entire city. And we are set. This is very important. The last one is what is that? I love the, the video. Maybe they show it again because people came late. Of focus group. You see, it is not God's plan that you come to church only on Sunday. It's not God's plan. Whatever you know about a people in church, you know in dimensions. I'm a different thing to many of you here. The relationship I have with some, they are deep. It's deeper than the one I have with, uh, with some in the same church. Listen, if you study the book of Acts very well, 
God's plan is not that people come to church and sit on Sunday. God's plan is that church must become a family. I have come up with something. Last weekend of every month in church, we do what we call household party. Find the closest household to where you are. There will be a party there in the evening. Household celebration actually is from Acts chapter 2. The Bible said they were going from house to house, eating with joy. It's in the Bible. If you read Acts, the first church in the Bible, they were meeting in a large gathering. There were about 120,000 Christians in Jerusalem that time. But they also had smaller fellowships. But that is God's plan. There must be a group of seven to ten people that when you are in trouble, you can call and they can pray together. A whole church can do that for you. When you are doing your bed, there must be a small group of people that will be the first to visit you. It's in cells like this that names are taken. If I ask to stand up right now, at least I can say that my wife and Pastor Money, by the virtual fact, they work in banks and they, they are not small people in banks. The people in church that they have gotten jobs for, by just speaking to one director of this bank or that bank, or not, and how many people have Joshua helped to get a job? Church is beyond just coming on Sunday and then after one hour, you carry your Bible and you leave. Please integrate. It's important. When we call, even when we say we're having singles, but some singles don't come. See, don't just come and listen to Pastor Law or someone for 40 minutes. Wait behind to greet people. Are you afraid of people? People are the materials that will build what you are building. The Bible will say in, in your last show me. Don't run away from people. Service ends in 30 seconds. You're already in your car driving out. And then, Lord, where will I find a partner? Go and find. Marry your car. You know, it's amazing things that Christians do. The Bible says, he that must have friends must be friendly. People like, you just come to church, they enjoy the service, and then you're on your way home. Why don't you wait behind to greet people? Get to meet people. It might shock you. Like a lady that shocked a guy. The guy is sweeping the church. Many of you have seen the video. I was bragging. I was just a small boy in one office. And was asking her, how can I help you? She finished what she was doing. She greeted him very well. I said, you want to help me? Okay, let's keep talking. So they were walking. They were walking. He wanted her to walk towards his own car. Old wagon. And there was this. <laughs> and the lady just opened up. When she was walking towards her, she pressed the button and the thing, babe, the guy stood where it was. The thing is shocking. And she brought out a card and gave the guy. Now, if you need help. Because she was MD of a company. She said, because I'm sweeping. It is my love for Christ. If I think the story, I don't know, there are many versions, but what, what someone told me that the, the guy even discovered that he was just employed in the office. The head or board of that office, that was the woman, the young lady. And he said, Take my card. When you need promotion, come and see me. The guy just stood there. But you see, at least he met somebody. Get to meet people, it's important. All these people beside you, you don't know who they are. And you don't know what they are. It's not that you are looking for something. It's just that that is the way Creator has made life. A lot, a lot of people suffer during that lockdown. 
it's not it's not normal to stay away from people church is a family when we do the household celebration last sunday of every month all of you must attend i'll be one household and i won't pray there because there's no preaching it's just a short word we celebrate together we eat together we get to know one another who are you sir okay i know your name is can beyond your name what else can we do we talk so when you are doing your birthday i'm there when you are doing your wedding we should have be a family of course except you have something you are hiding but even at that you don't know whether people can help you out why are you hiding may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you may the lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace peace enjoy his peace all through the week nothing missing nothing broken you are the blessed of the lord thank you thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make jesus christ the lord of your life coming into christ is beyond joining a church is beyond a religion it is joining god's family and that is done when you believe in christ jesus so i just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to christ just say after me say lord jesus i believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins i accept you as my lord and my savior and from today i belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of god's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it god bless you we love you stay blessed